Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. All right, so what are we talking about on this episode of Too Fit to Be Tied? Well, this was actually your concept, Jerome. Okay. Uh, you wanted to talk about settling. Like, I don't remember, like settling the score? Like, <laughs> No, like, <laughs> like settling can, for less than. Okay, yeah, you know, I'm just kidding. I remember, I, you know, I, I use cars as an analogy lots of times. and so you Because you're of, a guy. Because I'm a guy, mm-hmm. yeah, and... And you, we need cars. Cars are essential. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Go ahead. So, so yeah. I mean, don't. I mean, I feel like you're judging me. No, I'm not. Right. You just. No. You're just a guy. You're like a dude. That's okay. what Dudes right. do. Dudes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so go ahead and give us your your dude analogy. Okay. So the 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 current car I have, you know, that Jeep I have. Yeah. When I went to get it, I knew what color I wanted. I knew what options I wanted. And I knew how much I wanted to pay for it. So I had this, like, idea of exactly how this thing was going to go. Wait, did you know it was in the lot where you were going? Like, did you know it was there? Um, It was a, it's been a year stuff. But I I feel like I did because I went there specifically to see it. Like You knew what you wanted. I knew they had this in their inventory. And you were going to get it. And I knew I was going to get it. Okay. Okay, so the car I had before that... um, same sort of thing. I actually went in and ordered that car. I'm like, I want it to be a Mustang. I want it to be this color blue. I want the seats to be like this. Wow. And so I had this specific list of, of things I wanted in this car. Okay. And So let's say, just side note. Okay. You go in. Let's use the blue Mustang. Okay. Because okay. that's, that's a cool analogy. I mean, I'll, I'll even say it's cool. Okay. All right. So you go in and you're like, I want this blue Mustang, blah, blah. You know, and they're like, oh, sorry, sir. We do have the blue Mustang, but it's less horsepower. I have no idea what I'm talking about. It this just sounds okay. You know, yeah. well, it's it's got doesn't have power, you know, seats or power windows, and it's you know I don't know. You know, like it's it's less than what you expected. Let's put it that way. But would you have and and but maybe the price is a little lower. Would you have negotiated that? Would you have been like, eh, I'll take it. Or you no, knew see, what you wanted. I I knew what I wanted. I went in and ordered the car. Like I wanted to have these options. But what if they were like, it's, we don't have that available? It's not. It's not available. So it's gonna take. It's gonna okay, take six were, weeks okay. for this car to come Got in. It. So you're you like, know. I don't care if it takes however twelve weeks. I want 12 this. Weeks. This is okay. this is what I want. Okay. I'm gonna have this car for a while. I, I want this car. This is what I want it to look like. I don't care if you have it. On, don't have it on the lot right now. Just call me when it comes in. I will come in okay. and, and get it. Instant gratification wasn't even necessary for you. You were willing to wait. Over long term, you know, if like say say I say we're talking six weeks versus getting the car that same day. Yeah. If I'm paying for that car for several years, mm-hmm. six months later, I'm gonna be like, you know what, I should have just got the fucking color I wanted. Right. Now I'm stuck with this 
color that I don't like. Got it. And I'm going to have this car for but years. But not everybody's like that. That's why I ask if not, you well, not like, every, I want this car. Not everyone's like that. And that's what they count on when most people go to a car lot. They go, well, we don't have that. We have this. And a lot of people want that instant gratification. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Like, if you don't care about cars, you're like, I just need a car. Okay, well, fine. But if you went in and you had a specific idea of what you wanted and you leave with this car that they told you, it's like, well, you said, okay, well, I don't need to have everything I want. I'll just take this one. Or Okay, okay. Some people, like me, go mm-hmm. into the car dealership and they say, like, I went into, <laughs> this is how I operate. <laughs> okay. If silverware, something like totally little, minuscule, like $10, 20 bucks, $40 worth, I will research the shit out of it, okay? Like, my okay. silverware, you wouldn't believe the kind of research I did, okay? Okay, and this is high-end silverware? No, no, no. This is it's like, just, okay. I wanted, like, a good deal, but a good, you know, yeah, no, okay. no. This is this is how I operate. But with something really big and expensive and a big decision, I get, like, almost anxiety about it, and I just can't pick. So I just let somebody sell me. So I go into Nissan. And I was like, well, what, well, they're like, well, what are you here for, man? <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, like a car. And they're like, well, what kind of car? I'm like, well, what do you got? <laughs> oh, like, man. that is, I don't even know what Nissan makes. That's how, that is the most. You have, you have done zero research. That might even be negative no, no, research. Like, like, I, bad. Like, I had a, okay, so I had a Nissan Juke. I knew I wanted that car. Okay. It was like, I really wanted it, and it, it was having issues with it. I'm like, let me bring it in. I was like, listen, I need a new car today. I don't want this car anymore. What do you make? And they're like, um, what do we make? <laughs> like, that's how I was they're like, insulted. I don't I don't even know. So they come out, and they're like, well, we have this, we have that. I was like, well, I knew I wanted, like, a fast car, and I wanted okay. it to be, like, like a the, the good model, you know? Okay, okay. So I got, like, the I, I, I got what I ended up. I, I didn't even know Nissan made a Sentra and that it was a Nismo version, okay? Okay. But I heard Nismo. It sounded really fast. It sounded cool. Okay. It looked cool. I was like, yeah, yeah, this one. I'll take that one. And they were like, do you, do you want to maybe test drive it? I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I should probably do that. And I get in and I test drive it. And I was like, yeah, this is the one. I'm going to take this. And that is how I bought a car. Wow. Yeah. So I am a little bit, I work a little differently than you. But big decisions are... They're stressful, and I would just rather, like, someone else make the decision for me. But, see, that, that's a little different. So you didn't go in. You didn't have in your mind something you wanted and then said— Because I didn't know what they had. Well, you, you didn't know what they had. Because I don't know a lot about cars. Right, but I'm saying it's—that's that's kind of a different thing. We'll give you a pass on that because that's kind of a different thing. It would— but Okay, okay. Be, because you, you didn't care that much anyway. You're like, just give me a car, Right. True. And oh, so true. You, you didn't, you're not necessarily settling. Don't you're get settling. me wrong. I'm bitching the entire winter because I'm like, these freaking sports tires, like who even knew that existed and how shitty they'd be in, in the, the winter and the, the snow. <laughs> like, so now, don't get me wrong. There are mm-hmm. many, many things that I'm like, oh my God, I never knew about. What was what was I thinking? So you, you should have done some more research. Well, of course, I should have done okay. research, yes. So now let's translate this car talk, right, mm-hmm. into relationship talk okay but but i would i would say though that the car for me Mm -hmm. is kind of like the silverware for you right because you've done the research on the silverware and you you've go that's the silverware that i want okay so you You are very deliberate about 
your cars. And and you were very deliberate about Myself smaller I. things. Knives and forks. When you come over and eat, I want you to just, just go, oh slide my God. your mouth on that silverware <laughs> and really enjoy the experience, okay? Right. And say, you know what, this this meal is delicious, but it just this silverware just takes it to another, another level. level yeah. a, another level. It's oh like my God. it was like a ten and then somehow the silverware it just made it, the, yes. The way that food slides off the fork <laughs> is just it's just amazing. Please do that for me. Okay. Please. All right. I mean, you know, I will. Okay. So let me right. let me ask you this question. Okay. Going into a relationship, because you, as as m- our audience knows, like we're going somewhere <laughs> with this, right? Mm-hmm. Did you do the same thing in a, going into a relationship? Were you like, I want a blue Mustang with this horsepower, with this, and you know, did you go into a relationship like that? See, and this is the thing that I realized about myself, Risa. I I have not done that. I have not said okay, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of like, I mean, if, if we're relating it to cars, it's sort of like instead of getting the blue Mustang that I want, it's like I went in and they just said, okay, take this car. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. It's, it kind of drives sort of weird. I mean, at least it drives though, yeah, right? It's a, yeah, it drives. And the engine light comes on, but I'll just put a piece of black tape over that. <laughs> <laughs> we won't have to see that. But, you know, it's interesting. Like in, in other areas of my life, I realize that, you know, I can go, okay, this is what I want. And I have not done that in terms of relationships. So it's, it's, it may be not so much settling, but it's like just not being aware. Okay. Does, it, does that make sense? Like yes. settling would be if I said, okay, this, these are the things I want in a partner. And then I settled for something Okay, less. yes. That's, that's settling. But you just kind of settled for <clears throat> what you got. You didn't even question it. Didn't didn't question it, and then you didn't question like what the engine lights on. Maybe I should go for, you know, a fully operating vehicle, so to speak. I I question that the engine light was on, but then I go, "What's well, probably not that bad? <laughs> it's not flashing." Okay. And I've been driving the car with the engine light on for some time, and nothing's happened, so it's probably okay. <laughs> You know. Okay. So why do you think that you settled? Because everybody has a, I think, a different reason for why they settle. And this doesn't have to just translate into relationships. This can translate into your career. Mm-hmm. This can translate into, you know, just I mean, the choices you make about your health, about your, you know, finance financial. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this can take a multitude of different sort of avenues. But mm-hmm. in terms of your relationships, because that's what we talk about a lot. Okay. Why do you feel that you settled? <clears throat> well, I mean, I kind of, well, I mean, we're constant. I feel like I'm constantly learning about mm-hmm. myself. And then you have these little epiphanies. And so one of the things that I learned about myself is, and we've talked about this before, like another situation that, you know, is not connected to this. Uh-huh. And I go, you go, well, you called that. You called that at the beginning. I go, well, yeah. I'm like, I'm a pretty good judge of character when I'm looking at people, except when I'm emotionally connected. Yeah, and you so, are an extremely, like, very good judge of character for other people, not for yourself. Not for myself. Yes. Well, not not for myself if, if I'm emotionally connected. Yes. And then that's, at that point, something just like, I don't know, just 
doesn't operate normally, or I, I shouldn't say doesn't operate normally, but then there's a whole different level of going, okay, well, I should give this person a chance. They're, they're really trying. I think they're really trying. I reframe stuff and make things like, okay, well, what's the bright side of this? Right. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing, you know, that sort of thing. And so in relationships, I'm not looking and going, oh, that's a red flag, where other people would be like, dude, <laughs> you should. You should have been out by you the first sign, yeah. Yeah, you should have been out way before way before that. I'm like, oh, no, I can fix it. Oh, okay. I'll, you know, I'll give them a chance. I'll. So you mean <clears throat> you're telling me you settle because you don't, you're blinded. I mean, I think. Like in, love blinds you. Is that what you're telling me? Love is blind. Isn't that a saying? I, love is blind, I think, is an actual. It's a saying. I think it's a show. Yeah, but it's a show because the, it's a there's a, yeah, it's a saying. Yeah, love is blind, right. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it's in the Bible. I don't. No. You, you've said that before. I'm like, ah, I don't think that's in the Bible. But, I don't think love is but, blind is in the Bible, but it should be because um, is that what you're saying? You're blinded by love. You know, I mean, love or what we call love or some of this, I'm still sort of trying to figure out. Maybe it's that, you know, you're blinded chemical, by love bombing. chemical, emotional sort of thing that you get when okay. you are, I don't know, maybe infatuated. Mm-hmm. And may, may, infatuated, maybe it's not the word. I would I would say emotionally connected. Okay. And then it's like there's that's where I'm going to let my guard down and go. Okay, I'm going to spin. I, I guess spin it or reframe it so that this thing is a positive thing or this thing can get better versus going. Oh, well, I'm not doing that. Okay. Okay. So I mean, so that's I mean that's my that's your excuse for <clears throat> that's, settling. <laughs> that's my excuse. That's my explanation. It's not an excuse. <laughs> Okay. Well, here's I'm gonna blow. Okay, I'm gonna blow your mind. Okay, Are you ready? Okay, oh, okay. All right. Let me get a sip of bourbon yeah. first. Three, take, a, four. take a big sip. I believe that I have settled multiple times um, because I was either sold the car, I was sold okay. a lemon, I was sold a goddamn <laughs> lemon, right. and I didn't even know it. We're I really going to town with this this car analogy. Okay, so you got a lemon. I know we shouldn't. Have, you shouldn't. Have, you started it with the car. Okay, it's it's a good. I got sold a lemon. Uh-huh. Okay, that's that's how I I perceive it. Okay, All right? I do perceive it that way. Like same situation. Like you were blinded by the you know blinded by the and check engine light and you know whatnot. I was sold on many relationships, mm-hmm. even though I maybe intrinsically knew it wasn't right. And I think that's number one for me. Number two, I didn't know that there was better out there. I say this throughout our podcasts very frequently. I didn't know. I mean, imagine that I go to, you know, you go to to buy a cell phone. Let's just Mm -hmm. just change up the scenario. Okay. You know, you have a flip phone. Like, I loved flip phones. I was great at texting on those flip phones. I didn't know what an I didn't know what an iPhone even even like an an Apple I uh, everyone has the Apple watches I don't yeah. even know what it does Oh they're awesome you Yeah don't no no I don't okay. I don't want to know Okay all right because I want to be in the dark Okay because I have a feeling like it will just I don't You'll get know sucked into until it. you know that there's some better like I don't know what that technology even is mm-hmm. I don't get it I don't get what the purpose is I don't think that there's a need for me until I probably put it on my wrist and then You're like, oh, this is cool. Like, holy shit, my life has changed. You know, I didn't right, know this right. even existed. Uh-huh. Um, it's the same thing. You have a flip phone. You didn't know what a smartphone was. You didn't know what all the capabilities. Like, who knew that we'd be able to buy shit off of our phone now? We don't oh even God, need our yeah. wallet. 
Right. You can check your, you know. Bank statements. Bank statements. I mean, there's just email, so much. Yes. Yeah, text messages. Who knew that was available? You know, I'd still have a flip phone had I not been made aware what, uh, what, what that was. What an iPhone is. And I think for me, okay. I I always revert back to this, but like maybe it had a lot to do with like the role model I had as a parent, you know, for, as, a, as a father figure. Okay. You know, I just didn't know that men existed that were out there that were different, I guess, you know? Now, okay, so you've done a lot of self-reflection mm-hmm. and a lot of growth and that sort of thing. Yes. If you did know that the iPhone was out, well, let's, that's, okay. the analogy might get too complicated, but if you did know that there were different types of men out there, but at the same time, your role model that you were used to was different, would knowing that that different kind of guy was out there, would that have even made a difference to you? Would you have, you, would you have just said, I just like the flip phone, fuck your iPhone. You know, this is what I'm used to. You know, I I, I text really well on it. Yes. I don't know what all that other crap is. I don't. You know, I want the You're flip absolutely phone. right. I think you're totally right. I remember being like really anti-smartphone, and I got it because everyone else had one. And obviously, like technology was changing. You can't mm-hmm. you can't still buy a flip phone. Yeah. Um. And I was like, this sucks. I hate texting on this thing. Like, I'm not as good. I really just wanted a phone. I remember going into the phone store, and I'm like, I just want a phone to call people. I don't want it to do all that <laughs> shit. I don't yeah. care about email. I don't care about anything. And like, they thought, they looked at me like I had like three heads, you like, know? They were like, how old are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> totally. I was like, I don't need to know my checking account balance. I don't need to check my email. I have a computer for that. I don't know what we need a phone for for, for that. But when you start using it and you start mm-hmm. actually using the features that it comes with, you're like, holy shit. This is, it's just like my car. Okay, yeah. let's go back to the car. I have sport mode on my car, on my, my Nismo Nissan. Yeah. It is the coolest. Had I not pressed that S button, I wouldn't even know what sport mode did until I tried it. Am I like, this is the coolest thing ever? Yeah. I'm laughing because <laughs> I rode in that car with, with you one time. And this is, this, I, was, I felt like I was in the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're... Your sport mode is the coolest button for you. You know what the coolest thing was for me? What? Is it that little handle that's at the top that I could hang on to while you were going around corners. Was I in sport mode when I was driving with you? I don't know. You were. I was Zipping around? You were zipping around. You were navigating with your phone, changing the serious radio stations, talking. I'm like, do you? Do you, do, you want me, do, do you want me to do the navigation with the phone? You're like, no, I got it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die in this car. I'm like, I'm just holding his seatbelt, oh tighten that God. thing up. And my hand was on that that little handle, so I See, wouldn't fly out the door I'm when so I was I'm so sorry you didn't enjoy it like I did. But No, I, no, it was it was exhilarating. I'm just saying. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, oh, my God. Uh, I'm sorry. We, we could sort of got up. That's okay. So, but I didn't know it existed. I didn't know sport mode existed. I didn't know I, I didn't know smartphones existed until you have it in your hand and you try it. Mm-hmm. Are you like pissed that you've been in the dark ages, you know, or just unaware for however many years you've been unaware? Do you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with a with a um, 
a really, and I still, like, we are, we still talk about healing. We talk mm-hmm. about, we're still in healing. You never just heal. Mm-hmm. You're always healing. I was just at a kid's birthday party. There was a guy sitting at this party, a dad. Okay. He has this three-month-old baby just, like, chilling in his arms, mm-hmm. and he's drinking beer. And I'm like, what? I, I, I actually looked at the guy, and I'm like, like, what the fuck? Like, what kind of baby just chills in your arms while you drink beer? Like, that's bullshit. Like, what, I so didn't have what, a baby like that. What was your experience? Well, first of all, my experience was I never had a baby that would just chill in your arms while you got to drink. Like, that oh. didn't happen, okay? That's, so right. I was pissed about that. What's wrong with that kid? Like, what the hell? And then number two, what I never experienced a father that would just, like, do that, right? So I'm looking oh. for the mom. Like, the mom's got to be around here somewhere, right? Yeah. And I don't see any women. I just see the guy. Mm-hmm. So I said, uh, you, know, you know me, I like to ask a lot of questions. So I was like, so what's your name? How are you? What are you doing? How old's your kid? Okay. Uh, how many kids do you have? Because I'm, I'm seeing him talking to a bunch of kids now. And I was okay. like, either this guy's like a real friendly guy or he's got multiple children. So he has two other kids. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't know. And those are the kids that he's talking to? Yeah. Like, okay. like, All like, right. like just... age six, seven, and like he's got three month old. Okay. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, where's your wife? Like, where's the, where is she? You yeah. know? I'm starting to think the guy's a widower. Like, okay. oh my God, poor man. Like, right. he's, you know, he's like, my wife's on vacation. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me? What? What's going on? And he's like, yeah, she went on a girl's trip. This was the happiest man I've ever seen in my life. Chilling baby, Drinking, two kids, just having fun. And his one kid comes up to him. He's his six-year-old, and he's got this little lisp. He's super cute. And I'm listening to him talk to his dad. And as as he leaves, I say to the dad, I go, that kid is so freaking cute. And he goes, he had the biggest smile on his face. He goes, that little boy lights up our life. Like, he brings us so much joy. I'm like, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? I was like, so wait a minute. Your wife is gone for the weekend. You're taking care of three boys. One is three months old. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like. You're not pulling your hair out. Are you going to get in a fight? Are you mad? Is everything okay? Are you getting a divorce? What's happening? Like, yeah. I'm not kidding you. I actually looked at the host did of the you, party. Did you kill her and yeah. just say that she's right. on vacation? I go, what's up with that guy? And she's like, he's the greatest man ever. I'm like, men mm-hmm. like this exist. They take their boys for three, three like for a weekend, and they aren't mad or harboring resentment or like. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And she was like, "No, he's like just a really awesome guy." And I, again, I've been how many years out of you know some of these horrible relationships, and mm-hmm. I'm still learning. Like, what? There's guys <laughs> like this. There's iPhones out there. There's. <laughs> and you're trucking around with. I'm still on the flip phone. I'm still looking for a flip phone, a good flip phone I could just text on it. Who knew that there was this, you know? And so I bring this up because my theory is, here's my theory on why why you settle. Now, you say it's because of your reason, right? Uh, Yeah, well, getting uh, emotionally connected. And I say that because in er other areas of my life, you can't just say, oh, I'm going to give you this. It's like, well, no, this is what I want. Okay, I think that, that there's some validity to that for sure. I think you get either sold, in, okay. and in my case, I, I have many times. So there was sold. salesmanship involved oh, when there you was say some, get sold. Okay. Some of the best salesmen you've ever met okay. in your life. Selling like oh ice God. to an Eskimo what, shit. What That's was, what I was dealing with. What was the term? Oh, my God. It was in a podcast. Uh, 
what you said you liked. What did you call it? Uh, douchebag douche, salesman. Douchebag. Was that it? Did I say that? Yeah, I did. Douchebag salesman. I like yeah. a good douchebag salesman. I did. Yeah. I, I did. I did. Oh, I don't okay. like salesmen right. anymore. I don't. If you were in sales, I'm sorry. Please don't apply. Um, anyway, cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I was either sold on okay. the relationship, you know, like, mm-hmm. or it's the. I believe it's the way you've been brought up, and. In my case, you know, I came from a very, we've talked a lot about our past. Mm-hmm. And you, I know you can relate to this because mm-hmm. my family was, we were pretty heavily Catholic. You know, okay. I mean, I went to Catholic school my whole life. And we were taught that you need to be grateful for what you have. Everything was very much like you need to be grateful. And you don't question what you have. So, for example, if I have somebody who says they love me or I have somebody who is interested in me, I don't question that. I don't think to myself, well, maybe I can do better. You should be grateful that you have that. I should be grateful that somebody even loves me or likes yeah. me, you know, or is even interested in me. And so that has filtered through my whole life in many, many aspects. You know, even my business. Like, I should be grateful for, like, the two people I have when I first started. Oh, you know, I shouldn't be. Yeah. I shouldn't be wanting more. I shouldn't be, you know, ungrateful for the two people that just— bought, you know, training, I shouldn't be looking past the two people. I should be grateful. And that's that, sort of the similar thing. Like, I should be grateful that somebody loves me. And I should. And that was really what I learned from my parents. That You know, that is very interesting. Something hit me, you know, as you were talking about that and about the, you know, Catholic or, or the religious connection to the whole thing where you should be grateful for what you have. I mean, and there's that mm-hmm. whole idea in religion that I'm guessing you can relate to where you're unworthy of what, you know, of you're, you're getting this, you're unworthy of this, but God has given this to you. So you should be grateful for it. Yeah. So there's, there's something about you that's not up to par, but you still get it. So, so there's, you're not approaching it from a place of, you know, I deserve this. It's like, well, you're unworthy anyway. Yes. So whatever you get, you should be grateful for that. I mean, there's a there's a component to that. I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly or if that no, makes no, sense. No, no, you are. And it's but, actually the complete opposite of our manifest episode. Because in our manifest yeah. episode, we talked about the universe being abundant, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not what we learned in our religious upbringing. I right. mean, at least I don't—I mean, I, I can't speak for you, but yeah. I, I, I learned— you should be grateful for what you have. You have yeah. a morsel of food. You should be grateful for that. You shouldn't yeah. be trying to get any more. And and somehow in in religion, at least from my experience, if you want more or you expect more or you try for more, you are somehow ungrateful. Right. You should be you should be happy with what you have. Exactly. Kids in China are starving. Exactly. I don't know. If- Parents still say that sort of thing. I don't think they do, but they did. Yeah. Yeah. They did at our back in the day. Back in the old days. But that's, I think, for me, why I have settled is because of those two reasons. Either I was sold on something that Mm -hmm. wasn't exactly what it was portrayed to be, um, or it was that I didn't want to seem ungrateful. I should be happy with what I have. And if someone loves you, you should be happy and you make it work, you know? 
yeah. regardless of your own feelings and what your wants are and your desires are. And we actually, Jerome and I just went to dinner tonight, and we were talking about that. Like, we don't even know what our own wants or desires are because we just kind of go with the just, flow. Yeah, this, okay, this is here. All right, I'll make this work. Right. You know, there's a red flag. Oh, I'll put a piece of tape on it. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. There's only so much tape that can yeah. go around. And, and that, you know, that discussion might be another mm-hmm. another podcast. Agreed. Once we, I don't know. Agreed. But I think settling, you know, people settle all the time in their careers. I mean, you and I are really good, um, and you can probably attest to this even more so, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I went off and just started my own business and thought, F it. I'm going to, like, I guess I, I don't know where my upbringing went it came into play that, because I just said, you know what, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to do this on my own. I'm going to... I'm going to really do, I'm going to mold my life the way I want it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for you, you're able to pick and choose what you want. You know, you have, you have worked in the, in, in the fitness industry long enough that you can pick and choose who you want to work with, where you want to work, who you want to work for. Mm-hmm. And you've been able to do that. Wouldn't you agree? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, after year, years well, of, of, of doing this. But then, but then I also did the corporate thing before I got into fitness full time, and I don't know if I told this story before in the podcast. I, I think I've told you this story before, but when I left my last corporate job, you know, I was a senior systems analyst at a um, at a bank in, in Chicago, and I was sitting around a table talking to people and saying, "Okay, I'm." going to be leaving soon and this person had responsibility for this project this person's going to do handle this and they go well what do you what are you going to do and I go well I'm going to I'm a personal trainer and I'm going to go and, and do that mm-hmm. and there were people sitting around the table and they went th- for like 20 minutes people went around the table like oh my god I always wanted to open a pet shop oh my god I always wanted to open an antique store oh my god wow. I always wanted to and I'm sitting in this room with people who I think are going to think I'm crazy because I'm leaving to do something that I want to do. And, and they're actually envious of me leaving yeah. to do what I want to do. I mean, it was, it was just, it was, it was that an eye-opening experience. That must have been pretty cool validation for you to I be mean, like, shit, I'm glad I'm doing this. Validation, you know, eye-opening. And when you, when you talk about people settling, I thought, I'm like, I'm like, these people love what they do. I'm the odd man out here. It's like, well, no, they just weren't ready to go. I I can I can do this. Wow. You know, they they felt like, "Oh, well, I need this or I'm used to this or I get this benefit or I've been here x number of yeah. years." And whatever and and I don't I don't, you know, um blame anybody for not doing what I did, but there's always a reason why you can say I'm not going to do this. Right. You know, uh, well, it's unstable or I don't have or you health settle, insurance. you know, in settling, you settle for the paycheck, you settle for the health yeah. benefits, you mm-hmm. settle for the convenience and the, you know, I mean, let's face it, when you have a specific, when you have a job like that, you mm-hmm. get paid a certain amount and you mm-hmm. settle for the, you know, peace of mind that you know what you're getting in your paycheck every single, you know, month or week or whatever. Yeah. And when you go off on your own and try something different, you don't maybe know that. All right. And so yeah. it's a risk. And so sometimes you settle for different reasons, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, you were sold on it, whether it was, you know, <laughs> right. your upbringing, whether it was your emotion. 
mm-hmm. or whether it's just the peace of mind that you you already know. You know, you right. you don't you the fear of the unknown sometimes creeps in and and you don't want to take that leap of faith or make that change. Well, and in most cases well, we talked about this during the, the manifesting episode. You know, people think about, okay, what happened yesterday? Yet tomorrow's going to be like yesterday. So you take yesterday and you project it forward into tomorrow. Yeah. And, of course, tomorrow's going to be like yesterday because you you decided last night that tomorrow was going to be like yesterday. Yeah. I'm, I confused yeah. myself there, but does that, <laughs> does that make sense? Yes. Yes. And so it's there's no there's no thinking, okay, well— Tomorrow can be different. I don't. I don't have to follow that same blueprint, and I think that's the thing that will hold people back. You know, and then and then just just to just to be clear, I don't know if we need to clarify mm-hmm. this. I'm not saying that you need to go into a car dealership with a list of everything you want. I mean, if you truly don't give a shit about cars that much, then just go get you know the silver. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Honda, something, you know, <clears throat> but if you, if you, well, we all care about relationships. Right? We, we all care about relationships. Right. And so if you, and wh- right. And if, and if somebody is impacting your life, then you, you want to make sure you've got somebody that's going to bring something to the table, expand your world, all the stuff that we've talked about. Did I miss anything? No, I mean, we've talked about things in the past where it's like, you know, when we were 20 years old, it was like, we just want, like, six-pack abs and, like, really cute, nice teeth and, yeah, you know, right. someone who's funny. And, I mean, those things don't matter in the long run. Your nice teeth and your nice abs and your funny disposition mm-hmm. doesn't matter when you come home to somebody who is, you know, a toxic. Yeah. I mean, and they can still have those things. And— yeah. Like you said, they they don't matter. I've seen some, you know, really attractive women. I'm like, I don't like them. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, because it because those things don't matter. I mean, those those are the things that, you know, we might be, you know, attracted to at first. Right. But then down the road, you know, like you said, that six pack abs aren't gonna matter if they're like, you know, psychologically torturing you every day. It's so true. And I think the car, honestly, the car, I got to give, I got to hand it to you with the car. The car analogy is actually pretty good because you want a shiny brand new car and they all look (laughs) shiny brand new and they all look fast and they all look, you know, but what's on the inside is a whole different story. Yeah. Was that car taken care of in the past? You know, was that car made well? Was that car, you know, does it have sport mode? Does it have sport <laughs> mode? Yes. I, I don't know if that fits with the analogy. I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> well, no, it's like a it's like a perk, you know. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, All it's right. like a perk. Bonus. Um, but it's the same thing in relationships. You know, you want to you just settling for a car that drives isn't going to cut it. Right. Right. You know, and everybody yeah. has a different set of criteria. Absolutely. You know, some people go on long trips. Others just want to city driving. All right. So if you go on long trips, you want something that's comfortable. Uh-huh. You know, if you like zipping around, you want quiet. Some, you want you something, something quiet. Qui- you want something yeah. quiet. Yeah. No, that's a good point. You're zipping and, around city. You know, city driving. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a whole different ball game rather than cross country sort of right. driving. Zipping around. You want the sport mode. You need that handle for your passenger <laughs> to hold. To, 
But, but I think a lot of times we get, and we've, we've discussed this, mm-hmm. we get into just getting in the, in the groove of things. Like, well, this person swooped me up and like, you know, we just got into the thick of it. We never really thought about what we wanted. We yeah. just went car shopping and went eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Right, yeah. This well, one looks good. Well, that one's, okay, I'll take that one. Mm-hmm. You know, does it, well, no, it drives, it's a car. We didn't ask a lot of questions. I don't have a car right now. It's more than what I have, <laughs> you know. And which, okay, and which brings me to this this whole sort of idea of, you know, um, you know, like I talked about ordering the car and saying, okay, yeah. well, that car's not on the lot. It's going to take a while to get here. Or, um, mm-hmm. I think I lost my No, this is good. Sometimes so, waiting so waiting, for yeah. it. Or, and, and being oh, able to say, okay, I can be without a car for a little while because I know in the end I'm going to have the car well, that I which want. goes back to manifesting. Which which goes back to manifesting, but you right, but you you end up with with what you want, and you go oh, I mean, can you can you be by yourself for a little bit, right? You know, while you know, it stay inside a little bit by yourself until the car gets here six weeks later, right? And some people just can't do that. It's like, well, I I need connection. I, I need I, to be with I somebody. Need, I need yeah. And and we're all built for that. I do believe we're oh, all yeah, built we're wired for and that. wired to have mm-hmm. some connection. It is it is hard mm-hmm. to be alone. It is hard yeah. to and honestly, I'll be honest, as a woman, mm-hmm. the it is hard to be alone. Like guys from the past reach out, like, hey, still single, still seeing somebody. Mm-hmm. Like there are people I mean, you probably don't have I don't think guys have that as much. No. But sad. Guys no, are constantly checking in to see, like, where are we at? Wow, okay. Is the door open? Did you leave the door? Is there a crack open? Did you leave it wide open? Yeah. They will not. They don't stop. And so sometimes you just get swooped up into that whole, like, mm-hmm. persistence sort of thing. Like, this, this, the persistent, the, the squeaky salesman. wheel gets, what's, what's the term? The squeaky, squeaky wheel, wheel gets the grease. Gets the grease. That's what yeah. it was. Okay. Attention. Yeah, I know. I got it. Okay, all right. I I thought it was the squeaky wheel gets the worm, but that didn't make sense. (laughs) Which that should be the new saying. You know, I'm gonna. Someone gets the worm and somebody gets the grease. I don't remember which one. I I feel like I'm gonna try to (laughs) use that, and you know, the squeaky wheel gets the worm. And see if people go. See if people think it's weird. Did he he say he's been to college? Certainly, certainly does I not think he sound said like Northwestern. I mean, yeah. weird because he just he doesn't really. It's not very common sense smart. Northwestern what? <laughs> oh I'm gonna God. use that. Squeaky will gets the work, <laughs> but you got to sell it. You got to sell it like you is confident. You know, you have confidence in it. People will start saying it. It'll yeah. catch on. I think yeah. you should try. Yeah, do it. Start start it. Yeah, it was squeaky will gets the work. <laughs> I like I I like that. Uh, but what it you okay, know what so, I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways, anyways. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the, about the squeaky wheel. So 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 guys is, are reaching out. There's guys the reach door out open. all the time. All okay. the time. Like, hey, uh-huh. still seeing somebody? Hey, yeah. like yeah, dude. Wow. I'll let how about I'll let you know when I'm free. And even if I That's am, That's almost I like the equivalent of you walking down the street and somebody rolling down the window and saying Yeah, like saying, hey. Yeah. Yeah, because that's gonna work. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, they're just checking in, you know. Okay. All right. Like, see if they can seize their opportunity. Because 
the squeaky wheel gets like to she work. might need a car like she might oh, be stranded right. on the side yeah. of the road it might need yeah. a car and yeah. there i am selling her the car selling her a lemon right. it's a lemon but i'm but at least good, you get to drive good sales salesmanship skills <laughs> all right so what have we learned from this this episode about settling don't get sold a lemon don't That's get sold one. a lemon don't Did, let your emotion get in the way of your desires don't get don't get carried away with emotion. Okay. Okay. Um, I feel like I did, said that, but okay. Did, what's that? Did is that what you said? I, I mean, I feel like it was the gist of it, but okay. Okay. All right. I I apologize. Um, she beats me. Don't let love. <laughs> don't let love <laughs> blind you. Um, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Don't let love blind you. And, and I think I think most of all, it's like maybe. And I, we're probably, I'm sort of thinking off the top of my head with some of this, but a part of it is what do you want? Right. Figure that shit out. Because if you go, okay, I'm going to figure out what I want and I'm going to stick to that list. I may have to think about this more, but if you, if you, if you know what you want and then this person shows up and they're wildly different from your list, you can go back to the list and say, oh, this isn't, this isn't what I want. Right. I mean, kind of like when we, we've talked about before where, you know, stuff happens to you. If you write this stuff down and you go, okay, these are the things that happened to me. These are the red flags. You look at that. You go, oh, this is not a good situation. When you can see it all in one place, it's easier to say, yes, that's good. No, that's. You know what it is? It's like okay. your core values or your mission statement. You know, oh. in business. There are things okay. that you, there are people you will not partner with, mm-hmm. and there are pe- things you will not do because it goes against your core value or your mission statement. And it's very similar to to really and truly dating. If you don't have a core value or mission statement, well, what the hell are you doing? You're just navigating. You're just dating. You're just like, you're letting whatever, you're letting yourself get sold. That's good. The relationship mission statement. Right? That's good. We need to come up with ours. Yeah. And then we need yeah. to tell our audience. Wow. Okay. Ooh, that's going to be hard. I mean, oh, man. Yeah. All right. We got a couple I'm, weeks. I'm sort of scared. I am too. Couple okay. weeks. Couple weeks. Okay. Get and it. also, you know what else we learned from this episode? Okay. What did we learn? Get yourself some nice silverware. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, because it makes, don't it just takes the meal. Buy it. To, like, yeah. you know, it takes the meal to the next level. Like, get something that you're going to appreciate. You eat, how many times a day do you eat off that silverware? I'm not saying it has okay. to be expensive. Yeah. It has to just be what you, you have to like it. You have to want to okay. hold it. It has to be, you know, dishwasher friendly. Okay. It's got to slide across your mouth well. I mean, it's, okay. there's a lot of things. And not like cut the inside no. of your lip when you're trying to. No, you know, not too heavy, you know. Balanced. Okay. okay. Get yourself some nice silverware. Get your, I think that may be the most important <laughs> takeaway from from this episode is get yourself some, some nice silverware. Because you don't want to be. In the kitchen all day making a meal and you have this shitty silverware. No, no. It just have, takes your, you know, it, your. Your whole day is Your whole day is shot. Up. Your whole meal is now <laughs> substandard because, I don't know, whatever happens with yeah. bad silverware. Yeah, your food, I mean, food find yourself a, a good human being. Okay. Find yourself a good partner. Okay. And get some nice silverware. And get some nice silverware. It's, that's and all that's life's all, about. That's all you need. That's the you know? secret to having a, a happy, healthy yeah. life. And if you can somehow find a flip phone, 
That's like a trifecta. <laughs> you, you, you can die now. That's it. Oh, God. All right. All right. Well, that's right, it for, for Two Fit to Be Tied. Two Fit to Be Tied. I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.